Welcome to day five of our Advent podcast and our reading today is from Matthew chapter 25, reading from verse 1 through to verse 13. Then the kingdom of heaven will be like ten bridesmaids who took their lamps and went to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five were wise. The five who were foolish didn't take enough olive oil for their lamps, but the other five were wise enough to take along extra oil. When the bridegroom was delayed, they all became drowsy and fell asleep. At midnight, they were roused by the shout, Look, the bridegroom is coming. Come out and meet him. All the bridesmaids got up and prepared their lamps. Then the five foolish ones asked the others, Please give us some of your oil, because our lamps are going out. But the others replied, We don't have enough for all of us. Go to a shop and buy some for yourselves. But while they were gone to buy oil, the bridegroom came. Then those who were ready went in with him to the marriage feast, and the door was locked. Later, when the other five bridesmaids returned, they stood outside calling, Lord, Lord, open the door for us. But he called back, Believe me, I don't know you. So you too must keep watch, for you do not know the day or hour of my return. I remember um, as a child at my local primary school, every morning we would sing a hymn as part of our assembly from the BBC Songs of Praise hymn book. It was a blue and white uh, little hymn book. Many of you might remember it too. And one of the hymns I remember us singing regularly was the hymn, Give Me Oil in My Lamp, Keep Me Burning. Don't worry, I'm not about to sing it. Um, I had no idea until many years later when I came to faith that that had anything to do with Jesus. No one ever actually explained what on earth that hymn was all about. But it is a direct reference to this parable which we get in Matthew 25. And uh, today I just want to simply reflect on a couple of things from this parable as we bring to an end this little section of our Advent podcast, really teasing out these things that Jesus says about this watchful waiting, this call to be ready and expectant of his return and to be some somehow reading the signs of the times, to be watching and discerning and wondering and being ready and prepared. Here is actually what is potentially quite a complex parable. We haven't got time to kind of unpack it in detail. It depends how you read it. But essentially for today, the key thing to notice here is that Jesus riffs off the Proverbs tradition, where there's this um, posturing of wisdom against foolishness, this choice we make the whole time that, that is taught in the Proverbs, this invitation we have to, to choose the way of wisdom or to choose to be foolish, to choose one way of life or another. And Jesus, uh, with that tradition in mind, speaking to people who would have understood that tradition, says, look, you've got these two groups of bridesmaids. There's the wise ones and the foolish ones. Now, pause for a moment. Of course, he's riffing off Proverbs tradition, and that makes complete sense. He's saying, guys, make the right choice. But why bridesmaids? Well, one of the metaphors that runs through the scriptures, of course, uh, as we try to make sense of what it is to be the people of God, is that of um, the bridegroom and the bride. Uh, the church is the bridegroom. Jesus, sorry, church is the bride. Jesus is the bridegroom. And part of what he's hinting at is, is reminding them of is that one of the other ways we make sense of what will happen when he returns is that it is the bridegroom coming for his bride that actually there's going to be the true wedding at the end of human history between him, the true bridegroom, and us, the true bride. 
every human earthly marriage points to that. It's a foretaste of that true wedding that is actually yet to come. And so he plays on that metaphor, that uh, biblical imagery uh, here to say, in a sense, you're the bride, but you're also the bridesmaids, people who are called to prepare the bride so that she is ready when the bridegroom comes. And the point he's making with the lamps, of course, is that he doesn't himself know when he's going to come. He could come at any point, night or day. So you need to have your lamps ready in case that is the case. There would have been a night watch, someone on duty, so that at any point they were ready to respond. He's also playing with uh, local tradition and custom at the time where um, weddings uh, would be announced long in advance. Uh, they were long affairs. They were week-long uh, celebrations, which to me sounds brilliant. Uh, and that's why, by the way, it's such a big deal that the wine runs out at the wedding at Cana in Galilee um, because the party had only just got started and it wasn't going to go down well if the wine wasn't replenished. So here you've got uh, these bridesmaids, these people who are, yes, part of the bride in a sense, but in this story, the bridesmaids getting the bride ready and so that she is ready for the bridegroom, who would in those days announce his intention to come and then come when he was ready and often would come with a whole entourage, a caravan of people, potentially coming from the next town and the journey wouldn't be straightforward, potentially coming from another region, depending on the story. And they would come with uh, the vision, the plan to spend quite some considerable time uh, in the home of the bride and her family. And so everything needed to be ready so that when he arrived, they could get the wedding underway. That's what's going on here. And Jesus is essentially saying to us is, make sure you're ready. Don't lose sight of the, what it is to prepare the bride to make sure she is ready for my return. Because when I come, I'm looking for my bride to be perfectly ready. This, of course, captures uh, some of the, or is captured in some of the language we hear in Revelation about the bride perfectly dressed in white and the bridegroom who comes, uh, the consummation of human history through the true wedding that will come. And there's a, basically a little warning to us all here. Choose well, friends. Choose the way of wisdom. That will be the way in which you prepare yourself and the bride or choose the way of foolishness which will detract from that which will get in the way of preparations and risks you being caught out not ready not there not able to join in on all of this it's a stark parable in a sense to wake us up to that calling that vocation as the people of God and so as we prepare to remember the first coming of Jesus there is this invitation to be watchful and waiting for his return yes as the lord of lords but also as the bridegroom who's coming for his bride us the people of god god has betrothed himself to us in the first coming and the wedding will get underway at the second and that is the invitation of the gospel let's pray Jesus, you are the true bridegroom and we, your church, the true bride. Thank you that you've covenanted yourself to us, that you're committed to us forever. Thank you that you're coming again to consummate all of human history, to unite us 
forever to you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And we pray in these days of Advent that you would, by your Spirit, fill us with fresh oil, that we might be your lamps in the world, that we would be ready for your return, and we'd help others prepare for that. Amen.